welcome to Final Boss Squad Podcast. This is episode 8. We're going to talk about the games we're playing and enjoying the course of the week. My name is Ben. My name is not Ben. It's Logan. Thank you. Uh, you can catch the show on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google, etc. Or live, twitch.tv slash loadlastcheckpoint, 8 p.m. Pacific time every Sunday, except for the last couple Sundays, where Joel has been eaten by snakes constantly. Just yep. so many snakes. There's still nine away at him. Om nom 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 nom. Yeah. Uh, lots of snakes over there. Uh, what we talked about this week on the regular show, Final Checkpoint was the E3 aftermath hangover of sorts and also Cyberpunk coming back to PlayStation finally. Because <laughs> that's what everyone's been asking for. I, yeah, they've been just clamoring for this. It's <laughs> now a nine-month-old game, feels like. I can't play it. I well, you still can't. Eh, you can some, sometimes. Speaking of crashing games. Right <laughs> so I played through Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart on PS5. Fine. This is uh, obviously the latest Ratchet and or Clank entry. Um, I don't have an exact play clock, but I want to say it was around 15 hours. Hmm. Well, it said 16 on my PlayStation, but I know I left it there, uh, like not doing anything for a while, so I, I don't... But you I did beat we'll it. You're done with it. I did beat it. I got the platinum. Whoa. Um, it's a very easy platinum. Like, you get almost everything anyway. Sounds like, um, like you just got it from just a playthrough. Yeah. I had to start New Game Plus to get, like, a, a weapon uh. just to, at the very beginning. Like, so I had to play 20 minutes of the game again. Um, yeah. it's it, And it's one of those things, like, this is the last mission, so go and do other things. It... it clearly tells you and then you can collect everything it's not super difficult to to find stuff um is there anything you want to know about this this ratchety game Mm. i've never personally i've never really been into the ratchet and clink games so it's it would it wouldn't be something i was gonna would have played if i had a ps5 but i guess you know was it was it fun? Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had a really good time with it. I think this is the third Ratchet and Gank, Ratchet and Gank, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank game I have played. Okay. I played the PS3 one, the first PS3 one, and then I played the remake of the first game on PS4. Right. I I think these games are fine. I I. Uh, I think if you're a big Ratchet fan, this is, uh, it has to be the best one. Like, th- everything is is here and working on such a level that I don't know how you could go back. Uh, it, it's just going to feel really slow and weird. Because um, this was made really evident when I went back and I did New Game Plus for five minutes, where you get a dash move in the game. And then you get a kind of like jet boots, so you can just hover very quickly over terrain. And it makes traversal a lot of fun, but then you start the game without those abilities. So it that's what the old games feel like. And going back to that, after I was zipping and zooping around, oh man, 
it was almost unplayable. I can't do this. I need my dash move. I need those jet boots immediately. It, it, it's so much fun to have them. And uh, you're literally like Iron Man, but on the ground, just jetting across the landscapes. So it became ratchet and clunky because you weren't as mobile. Yeah. Clunky. Clunky. Uh, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. Clunk. Um, like clink. Uh-huh. Yeah, clonk. Clonk. It doesn't help that I mispronounced clank earlier as like <laughs> clonk. So it's, it's a little confusing. Um, but it, it's the same ratchet gameplay. Like this is kind of a, a PS2 game in a lot of respects. Uh, if a PS2 game was made today, this is that this is that game. And, and yes, it it looks stunning. I mean, especially some of these cutscenes, which have um, improved lighting and stuff because it's like a stationary camera and all that. It It's wild to see what this game looks like. It's almost though, it has such a great style and it's so pretty that you kind of just get used to it and don't notice it. It's not like um, what's it, Ghost of Tsushima or something where you would crest a hill and see this crazy vista. You're like, wow, let me look at that. This game, to me, doesn't have that. It just all feels... It, it almost feels too good to where you don't notice it as much. Uh, unless you really stop to smell the roses. So, the, obviously, the next evolution of the game would be a huge open world, right? You yeah, know, that it, actually that's is the one PlayStation of my... MO. It'd have to be a third-person open-world game, right? Well, one of the best uh, areas in the game to me is the one where you get the jet boots, and it's just like this big, kind of circular, rocky area, and you're jetting around. You can do side areas and side objectives, and that was the most one of the most fun traversal, platformy, whatever jet boots around level. Because of how open it was, everything else, for the most part, is very linear. Um, and I think to the game's detriment, I don't really enjoy this this kind of level design where it's a, a straight a straight line and then another straight line and then another straight line and maybe there's a fork in the road. And you got to go back to the fork and then do the other line. And it feels very old when all you're doing in this game is like a couple jumps and then blowing everything up. And it, it, but it helps that all of it's fun. Like all the weapons are cool for the most part. Um, there's so many of them. I, I, I hesitate to say there's too many of them. Like I don't need 17 different missiles, but it's cool. Um, they all have different upgrade paths and abilities and they make them like more powerful as you level up and stuff. It's fun to do that, but a lot of the gameplay is is just blowing up other enemies or very limited platforming, like very limited. Um, I Obviously, I think this game is geared for a younger audience, but even, even with saying that, like the Mario games are geared for a younger audience, and I don't feel the same way about them. Like I don't feel as... Oh, there's only two jumps here. I did it. Yay. Like, none of the... There's these, like, rifts you'll find that you open up and then you go and it's a little challenge area. I don't think any of them were a challenge. Like, even close to a challenge. Um, 
Whereas with a Mario game, you will run into shit. It's like, this is crazy. What the fuck am I doing here? Um, but the rest of the game, like, a kid can get through and it's fine. And, and this game, it just, it doesn't have that. It feels very polished over. Um, there's no, there's no difficulty spikes or, or anything like that. There's nothing, there's not a lot of pushback. I'll put it that way. There's some combat encounters that might be more difficult. It's a very casual reason. experience, it sounds like. Yeah. And it, it was fun. Like, it certainly was fun the entire time. I, I was, I, I guess, I mean, I was, I was devouring it, right? I, I would come home from work and just play it for three hours and, and go to bed. But that was, it was a lot of fun to just see that, like, what's the next weapon? What's the next world I'm going to go to? Um, Rivet is awesome. Rivet is such a great character. Oh, the, uh, the girl even, one? The, yeah, the female Lombax. And then you get another robot and uh, her name is Kit, right? Yeah. She's great. But, and the character, like the stories, they kind of intermix with these people. I really enjoyed it was a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be with, you know, what you'd expect from this. Um, it is still very for kids. Like we, this is the lesson that like, you, you could feel it. It's not saying this is the lesson, but you can feel it. Um, and that's fine. Uh, obviously this, that's the target audience. Um, I, I liked a lot about this game. I'm just not over the moon. Like, Oh my God, this was so good. Like, yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I'll never play it again. I'll a year from now. I'll never think about it again until someone brings it up and I go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I, cool. I played that." I didn't. I did in fact play that. Uh, if I was fourteen and this was the game I bought for the summer, yeah, I could go through on higher difficulties and get like fully upgrade all the weapons. There's a lot to do potentially with that. Um, but as a platformer, it's barely a platformer. First of all, but as a game like that, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of secrets and hidden things. If you've played a game like this, you're going to find almost everything your first time through the, the level. At least that's how I felt personally about it. It wasn't like I got to the end game. Oh, now, now's the cleanup. And that was like 30 minutes. <laughs> so it was not a lot to man that that's too bad. Because, like, that's one of my favorite things in, you know, these linear slash platforming type games is collecting yeah. all the coins or finding all the secrets or getting all the upgrades and finding oh, the hidden rooms. You, yeah. It lets you do a lot of it the first time you go to a planet. And there were a lot of planets. There's only, I think, nine. Yeah, there's nine planets in the game. And I, I think for at least five of them, I, didn't ha- I never had to go back. I never had to go back to them. I had done it all. And now I am trying to find everything the first time I'm there. There was like the second world that I spent. That's why my playtime's so long. Cause I spent like two hours there dicking around trying to find things, not knowing I would be coming back like with other stuff. <laughs> so I was uh, wasting a lot of time there, but yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not like I think back to Mario 3d world with Bowser's fury which was so good. And the platforming challenges were actual challenges and there was a lot to accomplish and do. And I feel like, I feel like that game is better than this game. Obviously it doesn't look anywhere near as good, but I, I would rather play that. And I think part of that comes down to the combat 
which I enjoy, but this is very much a combat game. It is not a pla- it's not a mascot plot platformer. This is a game in which you sometimes jump and platform around. Um, and the platforming might be the weakest part of it just because there's so little. Um, there's still a lot of the grind rail stuff, um, which is fine, but I, I, I don't know. I had, I had the one glitch I told you about where I was on a grind rail. I jumped. There were boxes in the air on this planet. I jumped. I hit the boxes. The boxes didn't break, but they knocked me off the grind rail path, and I just fell for several minutes into the the void, and I never died, which is a, a feature. Uh, it's pretty I funny. I fell through... Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Uh, it was a great time. I fell through the world for no reason. And I put that on my Twitter where I just fell, just straight up blooped through the floor. I wasn't even jumping. I didn't even get hit. I just fell through the floor. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Um, and then the game, I had to restart the checkpoint and then the game crashed right after that. <laughs> I had, what was I doing with the last crash I had? Oh man, what was it? Oh, that's what it was. It was the same level. And there's these crystals that you'll hit to uh, warp between dimensions. That's the Oh, that's the other thing, too, with the dimensions. And, like, the fast SSD. Yeah, it's really fast, but it's very restricted. Like, it's during cuts uh, uh, or, like, boss fights or, or well, boss fight, I should say. Or it's a very uh, scripted sequence of I'm on this rail and I have to hit the thing and teleport over there. It's not like you get the ability to warp between worlds. They like run anything. around and explore it. It's just a no, they, quick brief. It's cool, but they kind of made a big deal about it, and you'd think that would be a, a major component, and it kind of is, but not really. I still, I still have a lot of pushback against like this wouldn't have been possible on the PS4. I'm like these levels aren't very big, so I feel like you probably could have both loaded in. Uh, it would just take a little longer and there'd probably be a lot of pop in, but you probably could do it. Um, it's impressive how much like the game's beautiful and seeing it switch between two worlds so quickly is very impressive, but I, it's just like not that interesting at the end of the day, which is really weird. Cause I feel like that, that seemed like it was the big thing for the game. Um, but I guess that might've just, that might've just been the marketing. That was the, the marketing anyway. So I hit one of these switches, crystals, to switch between dimensions. It fades to, like, a light purple, and and it doesn't come back. The game doesn't come back. I'm standing there. I can't move. I can pause the game, but I can't do anything else. Like, the control stick doesn't do anything. The right stick, I don't think, did anything. I can't move. I restart at the checkpoint. It doesn't restart. It just goes to a black screen. Oh, my gosh. So then I go back out to the PlayStation or then I go into the, the share button. Cause I'm like, I'm going to save this gameplay clip. Yeah. So I do that. That all works fine. Like saving the clip. I even looked at it. Like, oh, it seems, <laughs> oh it seems good. And then I went back to the game. Like this isn't working. Uh, so I go back to the menu. I can't move the control stick on the menu. It doesn't do anything. The D pad doesn't do anything. I can, I don't think the buttons did anything either. But, uh, but I could press the PlayStation button and get to the little menu that pops up that has, like, friends, the power options, and stuff like that. That is the only thing where the, the control stick worked, was there, or the D-pad. So I go over, or buttons also, 
I go over to hit restart PS5 because that's clearly what needs to happen. Yeah. That, that it hangs. Oh it gets my stuck gosh. on that. I can't move anything anymore. Oh my gosh. What the f- like, what the fuck is going on? I had to go to the front of it. I can't even see what the which button it is. I'm like, please don't press eject. I don't know. <laughs> but i have to hold down the power button for 10 seconds to manually just destroy everything right yep then it it finally i get through all that i go back into the game it tells me hey your save file was corrupted but we recovered it um so it must be having a bunch of auto saves and i lost like five minutes of progress not a big deal but like that's a that was a big glitch and it all hinged on me fast traveling to the other dimension which is a key feature, even though it doesn't happen a ton. There are levels where you have to switch a lot. So now I'm playing this game paranoid for the next two hours that it's going to break my PS5. Um, so I did have those crashes and, and glitches. You know when you play a, uh, a platformer and you'll, you won't land on the platform, but you're kind of caught in between two platforms, and so you have the falling animation, and you're, just, you're not moving, though, but you're just, it looks like you're falling. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. It's like you can't hit the ground because you're kind of stuck. You're not stuck on top of an object. You're stuck like in next it. to it. Yeah, you're stuck kind of in it. Yeah, like if you were if there was a railing and then a box, but you jumped in between them and you couldn't land on either because you're too low. Right, but right. But you can't land on the ground because your your body's too big to fit. So you'll just kind of float there until you move or whatever. That happens constantly in this game. So many instances of me jumping next to something and I'm like, I'm floating. (laughs) Every single level it would happen. And now granted, it's not like on the main path, but I'm just jumping around things and like, oh, look at me floating around. And eventually you'll kind of fall and take damage and then just respawn somewhere. Sounds annoying. But... It wasn't it wasn't annoying. It was just weird that I saw it constantly. Yeah. All the time I would see it. It was very weird. Um I I don't know. I liked it. I very enjoyable, but it's not This is very much a there's nothing to play on PS5. Oh my gosh, there's a PS5 game. That's why everyone's super excited. That's what this feels like to me. Do you think um, because I, I know you got it through Gamefly, but if you didn't get it through Gamefly and you threw seventy bucks at this game, and you know and you got the platinum in the sixteen-hour playthrough, yeah, I, I from an outside perspective that sounds ridiculous. Like that sounds like it's not right. worth it. Sure, and there's two things with that. Yes, I definitely did get it from Gamefly. I ain't no fool. Um, <laughs> one. The Ratchet and Clank games aren't known for being very long, so like that should be expected. Okay. Um, the other part of that is yes, definitely. I, I think I don't know if GameStop did it, but they do that thing like you can return it within forty-eight hours. There's a possibility you could get this game and just rocket through it and then return it in forty-eight hours. Um, if yeah, yeah, I brought up earlier if I was 14 and I played this game, there'd be a lot of replay value. There is. Um, and if, if this was like you're a kid and you just want a game for the summer, you could play this game a lot and have a great time. Okay. There, it, it is fun to go through. There's, I, It's not like I upgraded every weapon. There was still stuff to upgrade and I barely touched some of the weapons. There were two that unlock when you beat the game. 
So, th- and one of them is actually really cool, like a grenade that explodes into more grenades. Um, so, oh, the worms cluster bomb. Kind of, kind of like that, yeah. And it's like there's there's a lot to do with that. It's just if you're someone like us. Or you're playing more games and you kind of, you, like, I don't want to replay this. I don't want to replay really anything after I beat it. That's a very rare thing. Um, I, I don't think it's worth $70. I don't think it needs to be $70. I think you could have reduced the production value of this, put it out for $40, and, and been fine. It, it's also, it's really tough to, it, it is so linear and it feels like a very small, like these levels, you could de-res them into a ps2 game and be like yeah they they work maybe some of them are way bigger than they would have been but some of them are like linear corridors and it's not it's not that big or it's not that impressive there's a couple worlds like that where i'm like yeah okay (laughs) we're not really taking advantage of much except that it looks great uh and, and that's why the one world where it is open and you're flying around which happens fairly early um that's what I'd like from this. I would like it to become an open, not to say open world, but you go to a planet and there's a more open objectives. levels. Yeah. You're, you're flying around. You're maybe doing more platforming. That could be interesting. Uh, like you go to a planet and it's like an open section of the planet. And then you go to the next yes. planet. It's another open section. It's not like the yeah. entire planet's your playground. Right. It, I think there's something there. But this is pretty much exactly what I expected. It's a Ratchet and Clank game. It's not changing anything, for better or for worse. I do love uh, Rivet and like all the uh, the gameplay additions, like the dash and the rocket boot stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was fine. I do think it's funny. There was a thing on Twitter with uh, like we didn't crunch at all for this game, and that's what I put on my video. It's like maybe maybe like a week. <laughs> Maybe like a week of crutch to get rid of all these bugs I keep finding, though. Maybe just a little bit. And I, I found it very weird for them to be bragging about that when they made a PS2 game. Like, it's very impressive and they did a great job, but you didn't create The Last of Us 2. You didn't do that. That's something that pushes the medium forward as is impressive and will be impressive for years. This is a very pretty game that is a PS2 game. Now, both are valid and both are great, but that's a big fucking difference. And I think it's silly to act like, oh, we didn't crunch on on the PS2 game. Yeah, you didn't crunch. Fantastic. Of course you didn't. It's a fucking PS2 game. It looks amazing. That's the only thing that's modern about it. And I love those PS2 platformer shit. Like, I love that. So I'm fine. But it just, it's just really silly to throw your other team under the bus when they accomplish something that could be considered like high art and you made a PS2 game <laughs> for the PS5. Right. It sounds like different. they haven't really evolved their level design as much. No, some of these levels, man. Some of these levels. Oh, that same level that was bugged out for me when I left it after it crashed twice, that same level. Uh, there's like an elevator you take back to the surface. I took the elevator, nothing loaded in. So it was just oh the gosh. clouds and nice. the platform and my ship. So I, I couldn't see where I was going. I jumped onto the platform and it was like a moving platform. So I just waited till it got close to my ship and I just jumped into my ship. Nothing else loaded in. Crazy. 
Yeah, that's that that's level, a clip that you should have saved. Yeah, I only have a screenshot. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, it was weird. I don't know why I didn't take a video of it. I took a video of every fucking other thing. But I just have a screenshot of nothing loaded in except for my ship floating there. <laughs> yeah, that level uh, really bugged out for me. Yeah, that's It was just bad. that one, though. Everything, everything else was fine. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. It was it was fine. It was a good, good thing I did. I don't I don't know. I don't think it's worth seventy dollars. But it was nice to give your PlayStation Five some use. Yeah, I, I don't know what else <laughs> I'm I'm using it for after this. Right. Horizon might be the next thing, except for gameplay games. Yeah. Yeah. You get a giant paperweight. It's those papers. Those poor papers. Yeah. <laughs> Reams of paperweight. <laughs> Yeah, the paper looks no stop it. <laughs> I need a it's use for heavy. my PlayStation Five. That's oh, what you get. Body. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Uh, so this week, I I finished the the indie game that I talked about last week called Minute of Violence, and I I loved it. It's not a long game either. Not as long as Ratchet and Clank, but I think I <laughs> I clocked in at like six hours, just okay. one playthrough. Um, yeah, it it's a beautiful game. I just love the art, and there's if you could buy a Steam version that has like a, a couple extra bucks, you get like a digital art book, and I really like seeing that. Um, the music's great. I really enjoyed playing through the different levels, the different uh, backgrounds and stuff that were, I'm pretty sure it's all hand-drawn. And it it like inspired me to like go back and like do my own sketches because some of the drawings and stuff were just so intricate. And I wanted to like, oh, I want to be creative too. And so I went and would be like drawing stuff. Um, But it's a really, it's a cute story. Uh, it kind of dives into some like like uh, family issues that the main character goes through, and it presents it in an interesting way through not only through the narration of the narrator guiding you through the game, but also through these visual uh, hallucinations, I guess you could call it, that tie in with the story. And it, it was really cool to see those things happen like later on in the game that I really wasn't expecting. And so it was really cool to see. But I I give it, like, uh, I think more people should be playing this. I think it fell under the radar with it being sh- kind of shadow dropped at, during E3. And, right. like, like, I've been enjoying it. I took I've been taking so many screenshots playing that I made a macro on my keyboard so I could just press one button to take a screenshot and so like i have this folder full of screenshots from this game because i was like oh this is beautiful oh this is beautiful yeah it reminds me when i played greece for the first time on my switch and i was just pressing that screenshot button like all (laughs) the time because i just i love the art and so like i think i said it last week like every every one of these screenshots i took could be like a wallpaper a wallpaper for your computer just because like there's a there's a section of the game where there's a lot of uh, fungus and fungi and like mushrooms and it's colorful and beautiful 
and like i was like this could be my wallpaper and i'd be happy like if i had multiple wallpapers i would like stitch these different scenes together and it would look beautiful on my like my ultra wide or my three monitors but i don't but i will just (laughs) but i'll I'll get these monitors just for my wallpaper idea that's cool (laughs) but yeah i really liked it i I made memes of it on my Twitter and shared that, and seemed, it, it, some people seemed to like it, so that was really fun. And I, you know, give it a chance if you can, people. Like Minute of Violence, r- really cute indie game, really really cool character. Mo, she's adorable. There's this fox subtle that you meet, and it kind of helps you. I hope to see more from them. I hope to see maybe like a side story or maybe like a pro or a origin story more. So, you know, give them support. Make it happen, Captain. Okay, I will. Uh, It's on my list to, when I boot up my PC to play all these indie games I got to play. Good. Uh, The The, demos of. The best games. I'll put it on there and see. The best games. Yeah, I mean... I think that's that's another problem with with Ratchet is there's just been so many indie platformers or, or even like looking at to head to Metroid Dread, they've been gone from this space from so long that the indies have taken over and I just don't I like that stuff more. It, like it's true. More than, yeah. Yeah. When when you have developers and those really passionate about the game that they want to make. And they don't care about, you know, appealing to a broader audience. They could just make what they want to make and put it out there for yeah. the world. And I respect that. I agree. Um, I you just want to call it? <laughs> call it. I have other stuff, but, I mean, is it that exciting? No, it's yeah, never that exciting. It's probably good. Probably good. We played. I'll play all the demos, <laughs> and I'll remember none of them. I'll play all the shitty the Steam games. Yeah, play the weird borderline hentai games. I already do I that. I already did. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> but they do their job. They do their job. Of being creepy. Yeah, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> all right, this has been Final Boss Squad podcast where we talk about the games we play this week make sure you check out the final checkpoint for the news the e3 hangover and uh we'll catch you all next week when maybe something happens one or two things maybe maybe joel lives yeah maybe he escapes the snakes nice remains snake escape move over ape escape we got snake escape Snake, snake, a snape. <laughs> snape, a snape. The snape escaped the snake. Snape kind of right. escaped the snake, but then did it. Oh yeah, I didn't even mean that. Bye bye. <laughs>